Welcome back to the T3 Family Podcast, where we are equipping families to thrive. Happy spring break, Clayton. Yes. Happy spring break. Yeah. I love spring. I do too. I didn't used to love spring as much as I do now, mm-hmm. but I'm growing to dislike the winter months. January, February, just those two. Okay. A lot. Yeah. I think spring break should be in February. Oh, to get away somewhere warm yeah, in February? Yeah, it's nicer in March. Okay. If you could travel in February, I think that'd be better. Yeah. Just my opinion. Yeah. Kelly and I discussed this here today. So. <laughs> Are you going to travel for spring break at all? We're going to go and uh, say hi to my brother mm-hmm. down in Atlanta really quick. So That'll be fun. Yeah, so it should be good. Yeah. yeah, with your girls too. Of course. Are they excited to yeah. see their yeah. See their cousins? cousins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you doing so anything fun. for spring break? Um, nothing. Nothing major. We will hang out, have all the kids home and around. Tennis season starts, so mm. my daughter will have tennis practice every day. And yeah, I don't know. I kind of like that though. That's more my speed. Just let's see what happens. Yeah, staycations oftentimes are more yes. relaxing than vacations. Yeah, I'm excited. So, yeah. It'll be a good week just to change up routine a little bit, which is good too. Yeah. Good. So we are in Lent. Yes. Lent season right now. We're a little ways in. We are. Can you, you, from your pastor hat, can you talk to me a little bit about Lent and why it's important in the church to talk about Lent and be aware of Lent? Well, you know, actually, I was talking about this with Mike Reppin the other day. Sometimes like Easter and all, it all kind of sneaks up on you. Mm -hmm. And uh, Lent gives us a chance for it not sneak up on us. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, it's a, you know, it's a set aside period of time um, where you can, you really can journey. If you want, you can really journey with Jesus towards the cross, which yeah. I would imagine if you do, it would make Easter different yeah. um, or what happens on Easter different. And so, uh, yeah. And for me personally, uh, Lent is, um, I guess we'll talk about it. Yeah. Um, Lent is when my little brother went to be with Jesus. Okay. So Lent into Easter, uh, is, uh, is a heavy, hopeful season in our house. Sure. And so it has changed for me a lot. Yeah. And so, um, I think I'm becoming very passionate about Lent Yeah. or not how passionate is the right word, but it's important. It's important. Yeah. So for me, Lent has just, I've learned more in my years um, in my spiritual walk, how, um, coming into Lent with intentionality, mm-hmm. uh, oh man, it makes Easter really cool. Right. It makes Easter right. really, really meaningful. And just realizing, cause you know, Lent, you're kind of realizing mm-hmm. why Jesus had to go to the cross mm-hmm. and that can be hard. Yeah. That can be hard to sit in at yeah. some points. Yeah. And like we, we prepare for everything. Like when you have, when there's a, an important thing coming, like, you know, it's pretty drilled into us. Yeah. Prepare. And so, um, I would say it's pretty important. Mm-hmm. So it's good to prepare. Yeah. Um, which is why I've, I, I'm, ex- I, I've, I've been excited about fasting. Okay. One, cause I didn't know a lot. And, uh, um, two, I'm, I'm just really curious to see what all happens in just in our city, in our lives, yeah. uh, corporately, individually. Uh, if as more of us are trying out this whole fasting, fasting thing, mm-hmm. which, uh, is an interesting topic. It's been fascinating for yeah. me yeah. to be learning more about fasting. Yeah. So 
Clayton and I, as we've been discussing what we wanted to talk about around fasting, we both realized neither of us would call ourselves experts in fasting. Is that true? That's very true. And um, it's not that I've never done it. Mm -hmm. It's just that I maybe didn't realize the importance of it. Yeah. And so I say that because I want everyone listening to know that we do not consider ourselves experts. Yeah. You might <laughs> and, be better at it than us. Yeah. We if would actually you can like, be better at fasting. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you, if you know more about it and have more experience, we actually want to hear your stories yeah. and um, yeah, but just going into more intentional fasting mm-hmm. periods um, has yeah, I just am excited as people lean into this and practice it because it's a spiritual discipline, yep. which means discipline means you need to practice it, right? right. Like it doesn't come naturally to us at all. Right. So um, I'm excited in yeah. ways it could um, yeah. affect us right. as a church body. So I think one of the things we, we, we discussed this, one of the things maybe we should talk about quickly here is, or maybe not quickly, um, uh, is some of the stuff that we bring into fasting uh, mm-hmm. that can... Um, I'll derail it or detract from it or sure. just so one of the things that I has stuck with me and I'm going to apply it to fasting here. I heard uh, one pastor was talking about another pastor that he would looked up to. And before that pastor would get up to preach, he would just acknowledge to God that I'm human. And I just want them to like me. Okay. So he would just say, he would just, he would bring that before the Lord first, knowing that was part of just where he was at and saying, but can you help me? Mm. And so I think with fasting, because, uh, I mean, it's easy to have different motives and yeah, which we'll get into like why we fast, Yeah, but it's okay to just acknowledge those acknowledge things first. Your humanity. And, and even if you, if you, if you're still an internal so maybe you're wanting to fast cause you want to lose some weight or you're fasting for never, whatever, mm-hmm. reason, you know, you're going on vacation soon. I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, just acknowledge some of those things yep. and say, Lord, like this is where I'm at. Yep. Would you help me? And so mm-hmm. I hope uh, we talked about it can, it can keep you from trying yes. if that's like where you're at currently. Yeah. Would you say? Yeah. I, I absolutely resonate because that's one thing I um, had talked to you about earlier. Like, um, you know, I'm obviously looking at this through the lens of a woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I don't know if this some, is something that a lot of women struggle with, but like, ooh, if I fast, maybe I'll also lose a few pounds. And maybe mm-hmm. men think that too. I don't know. But um, in my mind, I'm like, well, nope, that's not the right thing. So I better just not do it. Yeah. So yeah. I love what you're saying. Like, let's acknowledge there's a human piece to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and another thing too, I think some I think I could go into fasting with like, well, if I fast and then I pray for X, Y, Z, he's going to answer X, Y, Z. Like this is not something to make God listen to our prayers Mm -hmm. more. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's just so much brokenness in us that tries to approach any spiritual discipline where we're imperfect people trying to become more disciplined. So there's going to be stuff we need to work out as we practice fasting. Yeah. I'll say first, because I've been learning about fasting, you always need to, if everyone is different yeah. and there are many reasons why you should not fast. Yes. And so if there is, if you're wondering if there is a reason, let's say you're going to fast from food, because that's what I'm talking about in a moment, mm-hmm. um, uh, and you're not sure if you should or should not, 
check with somebody, check yes. with the doctor. Um, you have to check with a, a therapist or a counselor, yeah. whoever it is that you're seeing, like talk yep. to this, about this idea um, to see if it's a good idea yes. or not. But as I was learning about fasting, uh, I was listening to a, a pastor that I really like. His name is John Mark Comer. And he was talking about, um, uh, he, he was encouraging people who were wrestling with different forms of, I guess you might call them addictive behavior. Sure. And he said, uh, those are hard things. And he said, just first, um, see your, th- your therapist, see your, your counselor. He said, but would you just try fasting from food for like, like a day a week? Just try it. Um, and so he would encourage them to do that. And then he would meet them later and he'd ask them how they were doing with the fast. And they were, they, they were trying and they were you know, getting better at it. And he said, well, how are you doing with that behavior? And they're noticing a shift in their behavior. Yeah. And he was saying he thinks that's because um, when you fast from food, that is a carnal need. Yep. You have to have food to live. And so many of the things that we are addicted to, we don't have to have. Yep. And so there's somehow, it's like connecting your brain to your body and your, you know, when you can say no, something you must have, yep. uh, you somehow develop the ability to, and especially if you're spending time in the word and you're praying and if, if that is your intention, um, something new is happening in your heart and that some of those other things will start to die. Yep. Kind of like that beautiful dying installation that we've had inside of the, you know, the atrium, whatever you call that room now for months. Yes. If you guys have been outside of our sanctuary. So at Christmas, we had yeah. beautiful evergreens all over the church. Yep. You need to tell me more about this. So what's going on here? Because right now, Clayton, yes. it looks like a bunch of sticks. Yes. And people outside. have been asking me about it. <laughs> like, so, it looks like we just forgot that they're there. We have right. not forgotten that they're right. there. <laughs> right. So what we're in the season of, you know, like the start Ash Wednesday, you know, um, you know, uh, ashes to ashes, you know, it's all, it's a season of, of, we, we deny our, we deny things within ourselves. We're giving things up. We're moving towards the cross of Jesus. There's things that we hope are put to death, um, with Jesus. And then this new life comes. And so, uh, we're visual people. Yeah. And so we thought, man, like the guys did a great job rigging that thing up. And we thought, man, we should just let that thing die. Yeah. And we should watch it die mm-hmm. as a reminder of has all these things that we think we need to live and they are just not good. And then on Easter, that hanging yeah. deadness will come to life oh, and there I will be a wait. feast below it. Cause that's what happens, right? When Jesus, mm-hmm. you know, he's inviting us in something way better. Um, so yeah, so I, I, I've just become so intrigued by fasting and I, I've, we've said we are learning how to do it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, go ahead. Yeah. No, uh, just to add to your comment, going back to the John Mark Comer thing where, mm-hmm. um, you know, fasting, giving up food that we need, it's kind of like, it just makes me think of how like our spirit is willing and our flesh is so weak. Right. So, um, yeah, our flesh wants food. Our flesh wants to go back into right. this addictive behavior. That's not mm-hmm. what is going to bring us closer to God. Um, so being able to deny yourself mm-hmm. food yeah. saying, listen, body, we're, and, and change that time for when you would normally be eating for just depending on God. Now yeah. we're depending on God yeah. for right. life and to fill us. Right. Um, yeah. I think there's something to that, how yeah. like we will be able mm-hmm. maybe to yeah. see victory in other areas of our life that we've been trying to yeah. get a hold of yeah. when we are able to yeah. with God <laughs> yeah. fast and yeah, get control over 
yeah. some areas of our life. Well, so, so, so somehow one of the writers I was reading was saying that we were really good at, at dividing like our faith and what we believe lives in our brains and then we have our bodies. Yeah. And so somehow when we fast, our body is hungry. Then we remember why we fast and it's connecting what's in our minds yeah. with our whole body. So really becoming more whole as a whole, our whole self is saying, man, I just want more of you, God. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm doing this. Yeah. You know, like you were saying, we don't do it to get something. Um, if we have a predetermined outcome, I don't know if that's a very good idea. Um, what I was reading was you you fast in response to something. Okay. So they laid it out A plus B equals C, but you don't know what the C is. Sure. Um, but you know, uh, you know the B, that's the fast, but the A is there's something in life that, uh, like when you lose someone you love or you're going through a really tough time, you're just not that hungry because mm-hmm. it grieves you deeply. And so fasting, he was saying, is a response to something that is not good. So perhaps it's your own brokenness. Uh, perhaps it's deep sadness. Um, so you're, you're so, this so moves me. Like, or what's been happening around our world? You know, mm-hmm. it so moves you. It's it so breaks your heart, and your heart's more like the Father's. Then it's like I'm just. I want more of you, God. Mm-hmm. I have to have more of you. So, in response to this thing, whatever it is, not knowing the outcome, you're kind of just mm-hmm. you're sitting and waiting, um, and you're just more in tune with Him. And so, yeah. I find the days I do fast. I just, I, 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 not, not every day. <clears throat> I have less energy. I'll say that for sure. sure. I have to change my day. But uh, I just sense of closeness. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes, not always, but um, yeah, so fasting, so fa- fasting is fascinating. Fasting to me. is fascinating. So, um, yeah, and big movements in the Bible where th- big things happened, it, it typically tied to fasting and prayer. Yeah. So these two things are tied. Yeah. One example I love in the Bible is Queen Esther before Mm. she goes to ask the king if he could actually, could you save all the Jews instead of killing them all? Um, She fasted before she went into that meeting with him. And she asked everyone to do it with her, correct? Like she asked the people to do it with her. I think so. I think. So something powerful when, when we as a body would say, man, like, Lord, we want your kingdom to come. Yeah. That's what breaks our heart. All these things are just... It's your kingdom not fully here yet. We want more of your kingdom. Yeah. Um, and we want to have eyes for your kingdom. Yeah. And so when you when you're when you're really hungry, you're very aware of your hunger yep. at that point in time. So perhaps then we're more aware of whatever the Lord is doing that mm-hmm. day too. I guess I don't know. So. Yeah, I read too or heard. I think I heard this in in our preparation. Um, fasting is giving up something that you love mm-hmm. for something that you love more. Ooh, that's so, good. Yeah, I really like that because who doesn't love food? Mm-hmm. And like you were saying, we, we actually need it. So it's yeah. partly instinctual, partly right. um, we yeah. love it. Yeah. But if, you know, again, we are not doctors, we are not. Right. <laughs> um, if food is something that maybe you aren't feeling called to give up, right. like what is something that you feel like you need? Is yeah. it social media? Is it TV? Yeah. Is yeah. it um, I, any I, you variety could argue, of things? I mean, our telephones are probably... Yeah. They're, with how it works with our bias, I'm sure it's it's moving up the list of things that we need. We need. You know? I agree. So. Yeah. So giving up something we love or 
need <laughs> that we mm-hmm. think we need for something that we love yeah. more. Yeah. So my kids when, okay. So when we want to go into Lent, mm-hmm. like, are you guys going to give anything up? Like we yep. just have the discussion with them and I will n- personally for me as a parent, I will never force them to give anything up. I want it to be a choice that they make. And I encourage them to pray over it yeah. with yeah. Lord. They try to tell me they need to give up school. <laughs> how do I, <laughs> how do I deal with that? Clayton? <laughs> Oh. That's a no. It's a no for me. I'm like, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, just maybe they have to create a good argument as to why that's a good thing. You know, if you could write, if you actually could write me a three to four page single space paper right. as to why this would help you, how it would help you get closer to the Lord, then perhaps uh, what what are you adding in as yeah, right, you take right. away this school? You <laughs> right. know what I mean? So, so I think they just think they're so funny yeah. when they say that. But well, yeah. since you, that you say that, uh, no, you no. You don't want to impose, mm-hmm. and this is you know the family podcast. So what do, what does this mean for families? What does yeah. this mean for parents? And um, uh, this is a I think it's an opportunity for us to model things. Absolutely. And uh, it's not to be you no know, you no know, we're not you're not airing things out so people think that that you're special or that you're great right. or whatever you know. But it's more so uh, I guess think about something actually. So maybe when it comes to your kids, maybe it's not food. I don't know if they'll quite yeah get that. But what is something for Lent that you could give up that would show your children that you love them? Sure. So, um, like, you know, I think a while back we did a technology series with some young people. And one of the kids said, my, my, my parents use their phones more than mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, you know, my, my daughters will put my phone down. They'll yeah. put my phone down. Yep. Maybe in Lent there's a season of like, there's a day of the week where it's away and yep. your kids know that you, they have your eyes for it. Or day. you're saying from four to eight. Yeah. Or at night. Yeah. A, a, a period. It's my, my children will not see me on my phone. And yeah, yeah I think that would I be really just cool. That would be a really cool thing. For yeah. like, just think about your own home, your own family. What is something that you would, that you think your child might think, uh, keeps you from them. Yeah. And just be really intentional to make sure that they know that it doesn't, mm-hmm. you know, because um, we, we all need our phones. We all need yeah. our technology. Yep. It's how we do things. We're not saying, you know, technology is the worst thing ever. Mm-hmm. But uh, um, I think that'd be an interesting. Just thing. being aware of how much of it you actually need and how much of it is just yeah. kind of wasting time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do know a lot of people. Yeah. And for your children to, again, talk with doctors and whatnot. But I would never say growing children should probably give up food. (laughs) Um, so, you know, it maybe could be a special kind of food like, Hey, we're not, maybe let's not do a dessert during Lent and let's use that time after dinner to talk about, or, you know, yeah, be creative, be creative and and ask, yeah. Invite them into it. Like kids are really, really smart and they, um, they want to learn. And I think learning it as a family is, such a beautiful picture. It creates creates more conversation, uh, probably will create more opportunity to be together. And uh, I don't know if we want, there are things that we actually want our children to remember, to take away or to see in our lives. I mean, this is a great opportunity to do that, to show them something. Yeah. Um, I think there's a, you know, so there's kind of two things that are rattling around in my brain right now. So Lent is often a time where you maybe give something up. I know a lot of mm -hmm. people, they'll say we're giving up sweets or we're giving up for the whole 
40-ish yep. day period. Yep. 40, yep. Um, and so in Lent, tell me if this is what you know too, like Sunday's is feast day. So if day. you are giving, yeah, it's, it's a great day. It's yeah. the, um, yeah, experiencing yeah. the hope of the resurrection. Right. So, um, yeah, that's something to encourage your family right. too. Like, hey, we, we aren't going to do desserts during the week or what, whatever your family, we're maybe not watching yeah. TV or we're not doing video games during the week, but then on Sundays yeah. we are going to, yeah. <laughs> we are going yeah. to have time to, yeah. um, which kind of moves into our whole Sabbath for the whole year idea. Um, we make, we, uh, so yeah, currently I love it. Uh, our girls love s- Sabbath. It's hard to yes. it's a hard word to say when you're three and five Sabbath. <laughs> we love Sabbath because, um, it's just a fun day. It's, it's a good a day. day. So how do you make it even even better, more special, you know? in, yeah, during in, the in Lent this season. season. So yeah, so we're kind of talking about like fasting as a Lent practice, but then just fasting, adding it into your mm-hmm. regular spiritual life. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was yeah. my fasting to just, feast. Fasting to feast. I love that. Can yeah. you talk to me a little bit about that little phrase? Because I've seen you use it on things around the church and stuff. Fasting yep. to feast. So, well, so as we fast, whatever is you're fasting from in that time, what we're asking you to do is to, we have resources for you. So we have the Seek God for, 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 for the City Prayer Book. Mm-hmm. You'll have a chapter in Mark. Um, and then there's also something called a Padlet. It's a website. So all you do is go to the church website. You sign up for a time slot because we want to cover every day with a fast. And then you get a reminder of your day, the day before, and you have all these resources. So in that time, we want you to feast. As Jesus said, you know, when Jesus got tempted when he was fasting without mm-hmm. food, he was, uh, man does not live on bread alone. He lives on, you know, the words of God. Mm-hmm. And so we want you to feast on those words um, uh, in that time period. And we're curious what happens in our hearts and in our souls and just in our whole selves if we were to do that. Um, and then if you do our fasting, you know, your Sabbath is still your feast day. It's a good mm-hmm. day. It's a mini Easter yeah. where you could just celebrate. Um, and so, uh, yeah, fasting to feast. Fasting to feast. Yeah. So, yeah, we'd love to invite you guys into, if you're feeling called into fasting, um, like Clay said, we are hoping that, is it through Lent, every day of Lent? Yep. We'll we have, every day. We'll have someone signing up. Okay. So with fasting. Mm-hmm. Jesus said, you're not supposed to let people know you're fasting. Like he right. even encouraged people, like put some oil on your head. So you yeah, still look, look shiny and <laughs> <laughs> whatever. I guess back then they wanted to look oily. I don't know. I yeah. don't know. Now yeah. I'm like, Ooh, put stuff on. So I don't look shiny. But, um, so, w- so we're not supposed to let people right. know that we're fasting, right? Like, yep. so how, how do we do that? If you're asking us to sign up for something? Yeah. Well, what we're doing is, so uh, when you sign up, you're just going to put your initials. Okay. So that if you are a part of it and you have a day, you'll see there's, well, it might be 30 people today. I don't know who they are. You know, for me, like minor KK, but there's other KKs here, you know, mm-hmm. there's other BDs, you know? And mm-hmm. so you don't know who it is, but you know, there are people with you, which is just hopefully encouraging. Um, and uh, we want to mobilize as much of our body, our church as possible. Because mm-hmm. um, we just... Uh, we want there to be a, a hunger yeah. for more um, in our own lives, but in our in our region, in our city, and so uh, we we're curious what happens in this season. I, I have no idea, which is kind of like what he was saying: the A plus B mm-hmm. equals C. We don't know what C is. We don't know what's coming next. We just want to be ready. Yeah. And so uh, we invite you in. So I think about that. it. 
on the church homepage. You scroll down. You can click. You can sign up. If you have questions, ask Becky. She knows everything. <laughs> yes. Becky D I... at trcpella.com. <laughs> I love it. I do love your questions or I know yeah. how to hunt down the answers. Yeah. So, so I love it. Um, yes. Yeah, so we just want to leave you. Just we just want to encourage you. Uh, if, if you haven't yet, you still can. It's not like uh, you missed the start of Lent. So you can't. Yeah, at any point jump in time, in jump anytime. in and uh, start small. We can talk more about that later. Um, uh, be creative. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I loved your, you know, your, your question. What do you need? What's mm-hmm. that you need mm-hmm. um, or you think you need? And would you give that thing for a day or for a couple of hours to the Lord? And then would you, in that time, would you put him front and center mm-hmm. um, and see what happens? So, yeah. yeah. So we bless you this day. And, uh, We're grateful for you. Yeah. Have a good day. Thank you for joining us for this T3 Family Podcast. 